As we near the end of 2021, it's important to take a step back and reflect on the wild real estate activity we've seen over the past 12 months. Taking a moment to pause and consider everything we've accomplished or wish we would have accomplished is a practice we may forget about, but it's crucial for personal growth and can translate into business success. 2022 is sure to be another crazy year, so what better way to prepare for the uncertainty than to reflect on the previous year and learn from experts in the real estate industry? Hey there, and welcome to Shop Talk, the real estate show. I'm Brevin Alstein, and for this episode, we're going to switch it up a bit and share a wrap-up of this year's most popular questions and answers from our amazing podcast guests. Throughout this year, I've had the pleasure of talking with some of the brightest minds in the real estate industry, from real estate investors to fix and flippers to real estate agents. Every episode we publish is different, thanks to our variety of guests. But the one constant is that each episode revolves around real estate and how you as a real estate professional can gain knowledge to grow your business. In every episode, we like to ask the following questions. How do you approach networking and how do you connect with individuals in your industry? And what is one thing you wish you could go back and change or do differently and why? These questions are meant to prompt thoughtful reflection from our guests, but also provide you, our listeners, with some gold nuggets of information from individuals who have skin in the game and have learned from their previous experiences. So, Let's jump on in and recap our guest answers to our first question. How do you approach networking and how do you connect with individuals in your industry? First up to answer this question is Yusuf Alexander from episode 72. Yusuf is currently the VP and Chief Business Development Officer for Real Estate Asset Partners. You know, you're just in the market, you, you know, you're, 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 you're pitching, you, you know, you, you're, you, you have pitch decks and you have assets. What I found in networking is when you are a producer, a creator of value, you can kind of um, attract a certain level of, you know, investor, or you can, you know, you can attract a certain level of, of, of a, a capital backing because, all investments compete with each other. And if you have, if you are able to produce a, a legitimate investment, meaning a deal, then things can kind of, you can put things in place accordingly. Actions speak louder than words. And when you put in enough effort that your success can speak for itself, opportunities will come to you instead of you having to seek them out. That's where Yusuf has excelled. He's hit the point in his career where his track record affords him new business opportunities by encouraging others to seek his expertise. Next up is Stony Stonebreaker and Lennon Lee from episode 74. Lennon Lee and Stony Stonebreaker forged a fast friendship that has blossomed into a business partnership, resulting in the co-founding of Pasivo REI, proving that relationships matter in all facets of real estate. We also like to get out into the community uh, and support the community. Mm -hmm. into various uh, aspects, whether it's through, uh, through uh, organizations that we volunteer at or just in the public. Uh, and we also have a, a range of, of investors who we've invested with in the past or, or who have invested with us. And we like to get out with them periodically and uh, 
and help you know have a little fun together, enjoy ourselves, get everybody get to know each other, and as well uh, maybe get together for uh, for a meal mm-hmm. and uh, just bring everybody up to date on what's happened. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, right? Like so, uh, the meetup thing has been uh, has been a big deal for us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get started uh, with that again because okay. that's been um, a platform for for people to just join uh, other multifamily and passive uh, commercial real estate investors and understand how do we all become better passive investors? What does that mm-hmm. mean? And, and how do you, again, the, the, the fundamentals for capital preservation and um, how to identify deals and build relationships uh, and ultimately understand that if the, like there needs to be a connection with what you want uh, in your mind, like th- th- what you think you should do or what you think you want and what you actually do in terms of your actions. Whether you're founding a company or creating your own luck, the people you know will prove to be invaluable. Victor Yurichek is someone intimately familiar with networking and how it leads to success, particularly as it comes to fixing and flipping homes. The founder of Sell Your Gainesville Home Today, he is a real estate investor in Gainesville, Florida, Now in his third year of business, his company is on track to flip 30 homes in 2021, thanks largely to the relationships he's fostered. Victor Yurichek was a guest on episode 78. Here's Victor on how networking taught him crucial business information. I think what was really helpful, like local RIAs, local real estate investor meetups, uh, those types of things are a good start. you know, if, if you're a realtor, like you're already doing similar stuff, like the real estate investor specific thing is really sure. important. And what's really important is as you start to get into it, like starting to understand the, the lingo and like the language surrounding it. So I mentioned terms like ARV, mm-hmm. uh, so like that's important, like the repair budget, um, like knowing what hard money is, like a lot of the basics term, t- basic terms are going to help out a ton. For Stony Stonebreaker, Lennon Lee and Victor Yurichek, being involved with local groups has allowed them to connect with like-minded individuals in their industry. Branching out and connecting with your community not only expands your network, but can also provide you with different perspectives from rookies and veterans alike. The information afforded to those that get involved with local groups is invaluable and can often lead to new business opportunities. After the break, our guest will answer the question, what is one thing you wish you could go back and change or do differently and why? Are you or someone you know looking to get started with a career in real estate? The CG Shop's 100% online curriculum lets you learn from the comfort of your home and on your schedule. Enroll in our mobile-friendly courses today and save 25% with promo code SHOPTALK. Our next question is also my favorite question to ask. What is one thing you wish you could go back and change or do differently and why? The first to answer this question is Yusuf Alexander, who reflected on delegating and playing to your strengths. 
I mean, in the general sense, you, you got to run your own business. You have to run your own business and you got to know the different levels of, you don't have to be an expert in all of them. You don't have to be the smartest kind of tool in the tool shed. But, you know, if you have a business and it, the business has the acquisitions, which is, that's how you move the needle. That's how the football moves and, you, you know, you gain yards. And then you also have to process those those assets, meaning you have to market them and lease them. And then you have to put the right lending on them. And then you have to, you know, hire the right um, uh, uh, staff to, for the maintenance and, and the different things. And you, you know, a person, a coach or an executive or manager, you got to know what's going on. Sometimes when running a business, it's better to let go of some responsibilities and delegate them to people that know more than you. Great leaders understand the power of letting go as it not only gives them more time to focus on the business itself, but also hones their efforts on the pieces of the business that can help them expand and grow into the future. As the founder and CEO of the Redux Group, a top performing brokerage in the DMV, Chris Craddock is no stranger to honing his focus on what matters. He is also the creator of REI Revive, an agent program that coaches real estate agents on closing sales and growing their business. Chris Craddock was a guest on episode 79. Here are his thoughts on defining and honoring your limits. I don't know, because everything that's happened to me, like there's, man, I'll tell you, there was one point in time, um, which I didn't get into too much, but I definitely got in over my head on the investor side. And, um, you know, I, I saw that we had a lot of success and, and I was really good at finding off-market deals, finding deals. So I just kept... Uh, buying them and buying them and buying them. And to the point that I had too many to be able to, to turn over in a good amount of time. And it cost me a whole lot of time, money. Heck, my hair was starting to fall out. I was grinding my teeth. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And we got out of it. And I look back and I'm like, man, how much further ahead would I have been if like, I mean, literally it was, it cost me $660,000 um, to get out of that. Um and I was like, how much further ahead would I be for that? But also that time made me the man that I am today. Next up, we have Victor Yurchek, who appreciated the mistakes he had made and wished only to have started making mistakes earlier. I think the, there's kind of two parts to it. So the first part is just like I mentioned, I wish I would have gotten started earlier. Because okay. um, again, I, I went full time like three years ago. And I wish I would have gotten started earlier because it does you know, compound. I would have been where I'm at a lot quicker, which is great. Sure. Um, so I think that's part of it. I think the other thing too, I'm also, I'm also partly glad I did what I did. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, like that's what I would change at the same time, I wouldn't change anything because okay. there is a lot of learning lessons from those mistakes. And as mm -hmm. soon as you take away those mistakes, it's like, you don't get those lessons. And I think like, you would still learn that some other way. Like if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. So I would have hit those mistakes at some other time, uh, even if it wasn't that specific you know, time. So um, <clears throat> that's just how I think about it. So I'm glad I went through all those mistakes. I'm glad I got those mistakes early just mm -hmm. because um, that you, you can start early and like you optimizing and getting, you know, getting up and running early. Again, it's the exponential growth. More often than not, guests will have similar responses to the question, what would you go back and change? While they may have regrets or admit mistakes, the lessons learned from those early endeavors were worthwhile in the long run. This is a common theme I've noticed and one I can understand. 
Even in my own life, the lessons gleaned from my mistakes are more valuable than not making them at all. I'm sure in your own lives, you can think of instances where you wish you could go back and change a decision you made. But ultimately, if you don't learn from those mistakes, then you are doomed to repeat them. It's better to get your mistakes out of the way early, as Martin Sines knows full well. Martin Sines is an entrepreneur, investor, advisor, and industry speaker on cash flow investing. He's currently a managing partner at Bequest Funds, an investment fund that purchases and manages performing mortgages within the secondary mortgage market. Martin Sines was a guest on episode 81. Here's Martin on starting early and building up business frameworks that allow for long-term success. Yeah, so um, building systems out on an ongoing basis from the very beginning. Okay. So, um, you know, building the business with the exit in mind would be would probably be the number one thing. So um, it kind of gives you control over your business when when you have all the systems mapped out, you can plug new individuals in, you can measure existing employees um, to see who's fitting, who's not fitting. And um, so so your systems really give you um, a security blanket for how your, your business is operating. When you don't have those systems documented and mapped out in, in an organized fashion, what happens is you allow um, employees and people, that, you know, 1099 or what have you, individuals control, um, con have control over you. Sure. So um, as a business owner, it's just important to have control over your operation because at the end of the day, the buck stops with you, all the risk stops with you. So you might as well have kind of control over your operation in that regard. Martin's methodology of setting up systems is a proactive approach to managing business and creating a stable way of scaling business growth. Similar to Yusuf's idea of delegating responsibilities to individuals who know more than you, Martin's systems allow him to keep all aspects of his business organized while handing off responsibilities to the right people. Both of their approaches allow them to focus on the business itself rather than the more mundane tasks that take away time from the big picture that will allow your business to grow. As the new year shines on the horizon and the pressure of a new year, new me influences our goals for 2022, I hope this episode has inspired some new ideas for you, including the importance of networking for business growth, defining your limits and delegating tasks to propel your career forward, and finally, building systems so that you can focus on the bigger picture. As we look back on the previous year, I hope there's more good coming your way than bad, but if there's one takeaway from this episode, it's that change is always possible. Rather than regretting mistakes, Consider how you would go back and do things differently now, then apply that thinking as the new year unfolds. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe to us and leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Shop Talk is a production of the CE Shop.